ActualGarbage.net Machination Log, April 1st, 2016. This is David Paddock. I have Jacob Paddock on the line. Jacob, how are you doing? Doing alright. We actually recorded this already, but it was garbage, so we're going to record another one. That may actually not be true. It's probably fine. Jacob, you are going on to a diet along with Nicole for this month and this month only as a test pilot project. What's that all about? Yeah, um... I'm going on a diet because though I am like visually healthy, six foot two, 165 pounds, uh, run triathlons, I don't feel healthy. And I know that I don't eat healthy. I eat a whole lot of, uh, simple sugars, a lot of white bread, a lot of cake, a lot of, uh, jellies and that kind of stuff. So I want to start feeling better and making sure that when I hit 40, my body just doesn't collapse under itself. So I'm going on a – I guess you could akin it, uh, liken it to the Atkins diet or a paleo diet. I'm switching high carbohydrates for energy for high fat. So I'm going to be eating a whole lot of uh, fat products, butter, meat, um, and a ton of vegetables – and fresh fruit just so that I don't have the sugar crashes. That way I can get rid of my acid reflux from corn syrup, destroying the lining of my stomach, uh, stuff like that. Because I've done this for so long, though I look and quote unquote am healthy. I can tell I'm doing serious damage by the amount of Edwards pies I've eaten in my lifetime. Well, I mean, that is a, that is a noble short-term goal, is to eat as much Edwards pie as possible. I mean, you have, I assume, you've talked about having sugar crashes before, but I assume you you have the same sort of weird thing that I ran into when I started going into a more intelligent diet uh, that follows, slightly mimics Furman, uh, which is essentially vegan, except also no sugar, no salt, um, and a handful of other things, no grains. Uh, except that I eat all those things. I just don't eat them all that often. Um, I'm a non-practicing vegetarian, if you will. The, um, but you get this weird phenomenon where y- you stop noticing that food just makes you feel awful when you eat a bunch of it because you didn't realize that what it, that it was what you were eating and not how much you were eating that was making you sick. And that's one of those weird things where everybody talks about in moderation. And there is something to moderation but you can eat as much – you can eat lettuce until it physically does not fit into your stomach anymore, and you won't get sick from it. You, you won't get that like – that what people call you know tryptophan from Thanksgiving kind of uh, feeling like garbage <laughs> if you eat vegetables that way. Like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. No, and it's, it's kind of like uh, needing to fart. The reason why farting feels so good is because you don't realize how crappy you feel just before. <laughs> like you don't you don't really notice that your stomach doesn't feel good, that you that it's too tense, something's wrong, and then you release it and suddenly you feel better. Because uh, the standard American diet involves a lot of grain and sugar, which your body processes by ramping up uh, ramping up your pancreas and producing a whole lot of insulin. And what your body does when it sees that much insulin in your blood is it freaks out that you're about to have a uh, 
uh, low uh, sugar content in your blood. So it says, oh, God, we need something sugary. So you've just created a perpetual cycle. It's why you can eat a cake and then be hungry the second you're done eating too much cake because your brain's telling you that you're about to crash. And the best part about this, of course, is, I mean, you, uh, Jacob, you you ran into someone on the Joe Rogan podcast who was advocating this. But I love that these diets, even though there is, you know, there's science behind specific choices in them, everybody already knows that sugar is bad for them. Yeah. Like no one is under the illusion that added sugar is a good thing. But for whatever reason, and I was the same way, I needed someone to essentially convince me that, no, this is something I just shouldn't be consuming. Like, for whatever reason, it needs the stamp of approval of a science man. Yeah, no, it's I I always knew that I needed to do this. Uh, And it did take a boot. But I think the boot was mostly someone telling me, oh, this is how I eat. And then me realizing, like, hey, that wouldn't be that hard eating that stuff because the scariest thing is, Oh God, what am I going to eat? I can't eat bread. I can't eat a PB and J for lunch anymore. It, it turns out there are, there are a lot of things like there's yeah. a lot of produce in the world. And that's the other, you run into this weird block or at least I did where you, you feel like you are somehow impoverishing your options that way. But as soon as you actually get into a diet with any amount of stricture to it, that doesn't make you feel sick all the time. You just you just stop craving the rest of that stuff. Yes, uh, and that's one thing that I have noticed is I've slowly dwindled a little bit. It's gonna I'm gonna go into the diet full time uh, come Sunday because I'm busily dwindling down the last of my grains and sugars. At this point, the only thing I really eat that's uh, grain or sugar is I have a PB and J for lunch. Other than that, I have nuts for snacks. I have eggs and guacamole for uh or not guacamole uh avocado for breakfast and i have steak and vegetables for dinner so i'm all i'm almost already on it and i've already noticed that uh my hunger pains are not the they're not the same as they used to be yeah well it's a um i don't know exactly what the right way to describe it is but it's like it's you feel hungry from like a different part of your abdomen Yes. Like it doesn't it doesn't come from the same spot, which is kind of a weird sensation. And it's not as intense because when you're when your body is trying to compensate for too much insulin because it's worried about the crash, it's a like a desperate feeling like, oh, my God, I need to eat like this one's like, hey, maybe maybe throw me a bone. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's better all around. So what took you so long? Jacob, even though it technically took me longer since I'm older than you and I just started to. <laughs> um, I just like looking around because I've always been a skeptical uh, skeptical of the uh, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company, Big Pharma, uh, because there are so many pills to fix all these problems. And like I finally just like realized that all of these problems are not real problems. It's all diet related. Like, if you have acid reflux, it's because corn syrup's eating the lining of your stomach. If you have diabetes, it's because you've eaten so much sugar that your pancreas can no longer process sugar correctly. Kind of like you drank way too much milk 
and cause your body to not be able to process lactose anymore. Look, all uh, right, this was a, this was a <laughs> sacrifice on my part. I got to drink a half a gallon of milk a day for the first <laughs> 18 years of my life without a problem. <laughs> my body just finally decided that that wasn't okay anymore, and I'm still a little bitter about that. But yeah, no, that's I mean that's a huge part of a huge part of it is uh, almost all of the problems people have are caused by bad diet. A lack of vitamin D is not really caused because you're not getting enough vitamin D. A uh, lack of vitamin D is getting is being caused because you don't have the right fats to dissolve the the vitamin correctly, and you're not getting enough UV UVB sunlight. Oh well, like, there's. Well, I mean, those and those are relatively. I mean, diabetes and vitamin D are relatively basic examples. It's there's there's a lot of research that implies that things like arthritis are largely dietary. Yep, because um, grains are uh, simple grains, refined grains, refined sugars are inflammatory. So when you eat too much of it and your body can't process it, it deposits it. Um, and your body gets stressed out over that, and eventually you get so much inflammation and stress that your body just sends antibodies to attack it. No, it's <laughs> no food matters quite a bit. Um, exercise, of course, matters. I yeah. now sound like a PSA, so I'm just going to stop right now. Um, if <laughs> diet, exercise, and sleep more often. I mean, that's every. This is, and again, this is the slap in the face of all of this. Is that the only reason I can imagine? why I or anyone else didn't do any of this stuff earlier was that it feels like some sort of imposition or some like loss of freedom to not be able to be a slob that way. But it literally, those three things in tandem fix virtually every physical and emotional problem anyone has. Mm -hmm. Like they are, they're at the crux of it. And I mean, granted, some things can throw those out of whack, but I just, it's stupid how hard it is to convince yourself to continue to do that on a regular basis. Hey man, cake is really good. No, I know, but that's, it's, <laughs> cake's real good. It's such a short term thing. Like, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's brutal. I mean, granted, I still lose. I eat everything I'm not supposed to just in moderation. So that works out okay for me. I'm not at 8% body fat or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, but that body fat percentage doesn't mean much if you're doing damage on your organs. That's what I, what I came to grips with. Yeah. All right. Got anything else on the docket for this April? No, that's basically all I'm doing for, uh, for April's. I'm giving this diet a try. I'm going to keep the exercise to the low while my body adjusts for the first couple of weeks, and then I'm going to start kicking back into uh, racing triathlons again. But that's about it. Triathlons. I guess they have just like general amateur triathlon events. Are you yeah. Like that's what all of them are. All of them, they, they all have divisions. Like when you show up as a quote-unquote collegiate athlete, you race the same race as everyone else. It's just you don't. At the end, your time is compared to other collegiate athletes. So triathlons are triathlons. You show up, and you can go to a triathlon that Javier Gomez, the greatest of the world, is at. But you're not in his division. Unless you're pretty good. Like uh, Javier Gomez Jr. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no pretty good. It's Why? What's it's, his time? 
Uh, if you were to run a 10K in 35 minutes, that's less than a five-minute mile pace for I, six and I a half can, miles. I can verify as someone who's been trying to run a 20-minute 5K unsuccessfully, that's that's very fast. That's, that's, um, yeah, that's, five, that, that's dangerously fast. Yeah, most people who actually try to run will never run a five-minute mile in their life. Um, average 26 miles an hour on a bike over the course of 40 miles and be a division one Olympic swimmer in the water, you would be five minutes slower than Javier Gomez. Okay. Well, that's too long on a bike anyway, <laughs> so that's unacceptable. But yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy people. I just want to do it because I like doing them. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I did. I did do a half marathon with a bunch of karate kids, so. <laughs> I worked out okay. Sounds like you beat him, so it all worked out. <laughs> Smoked him. <laughs> I got the trophy and everything. I don't still have the trophy because I don't like trophies, but those kids know what happened. They'll but yeah, that's what's happening in April. All right. I've got a bunch of garbage that's happening in April, but everybody else will know about it in due course, so I'm not going to elaborate on it here. Doolin Dan finally has more wires in him. And hopefully we'll have real progress and a video up on the website uh, sometime this week. Uh, Jacob will report in on day two of this diet from the uh, Sounds of It. Nicole, who is also indulging this diet, will be on in um, on Sunday, so April 3rd. Catch the first in this uh, spiral to health victory. <laughs> hey, Hey, man, just trying to feel better. <laughs> All right. Well, that was disturbingly honest and upbeat. So we need something to we need something to bring it back down. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Place tables. None of this is stupid enough. I don't know what any of these actually. I don't know what resistance means. I wrote that down here. Radio repair. I don't know what any of this means. I just wrote the word furries here. That doesn't. Well, to be fair. That's a daily agenda for you. No, but that's I don't normally just write that down as a to-do item. It would be weird to write on your to-do list go to work. No, that would make <laughs> sense. I can't just there's this doesn't this one word doesn't mean anything. I guess that's true. That would be like someone just writing ladies on their to-do list. I mean, <laughs> I, I suppose that's not as good an analogy. That analogy, by the way, to farting, that may be the most down-to-earth analogy I've ever heard. It's perfect, because everyone can relate. Yeah, exactly. No, it takes it takes the rule of analogy, which is that you take something that is a more esoteric phenomenon, and you relate it to a more relatable phenomenon. And that's, it's pretty hard to get more relatable than that, so. Yeah, farting. You feel like crap, and then you feel fantastic, and you get a laugh. Yeah. Well, Jacob, uh, that's going to do it for this machination log. Thank you for joining. Yep. I'll see you in, what, two days? Yep. Boom. <laughs>